Welcome to the Soul Seekers Podcast with your host, Lily. See this podcast as your source of inspiration for all things manifestation, spirituality, and adventures beyond our physical reality. My intention with this podcast is to help walk you home. We all have a beautiful story to tell, and I love deep diving into the world of spirituality because that's where our stories begin. And so see this as your great awakening to begin questioning life beyond our physical reality and start to really wake up to your soul's destiny. I'm so excited for you to be here today. My name is Lily and I am your host. I'm a manifestation coach and mentor and my company is called This Must Be It because this must be it. All the answers that you've been seeking when it comes to your purpose, your destiny, and the life you're meant to live. I have a deep love for all things spirituality, experiences, and storytelling. So if you're ready, let's walk each other home and manifest our destinies. Thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to get started. Hello and welcome to the Soul Seekers podcast with your host, Lily. I'm so excited to be back. Oh my gosh, you guys. I have been experiencing turmoil with my podcast mic for the last week and it's really stopped me from recording any episodes and then I knew for whatever reason it was the universe was trying to stop me from recording a podcast episode maybe just to go inwards so I couldn't record anything and I'm grateful it did because it gave me a lot of time for introspection but I'm excited because this girl's throat chakra always needs to express itself, even though I do not have a defined throat chakra. So welcome to this episode. My name is Lily. I'm a conscious creation coach. Uh, This episode is called The Rise of the Divine Feminine. And more coincidentally, I'm talking about this episode because we have just experienced and we are still experiencing the 222 portal. So we've just passed February 2nd, 2022, which is a powerful day because the thing about numbers is one thing to understand about numbers is it is the universe's universal language. It's a language and a way of communication that is used between cultures, between everyone, and it's how we speak with the universe and how the universe speaks with us. So the potency of the 222 portal is all about finding our harmonious balance between people, communities, partnership, yourself. I recently did a Dear uh, dear Self workshop where I really talked about the concept that life is really you versus you. It's never you versus your community or competition, but rather you versus your own, own internal dialogue of why you can or why you cannot. And so why this has so much to do with the divine feminine is actually the divine feminine is symbolized through the number two. Um, I love all sort of systems and kind of mythologies to understand yourself better. And in learning and studying these things, I just love them because they help me study my favorite topic in the world, which is me. I like to dive into the concepts of numerology, for example, um, astrology, human design, um, any sort of 
I guess, test or systems that helps me explain better what I'm here to do and how I can best utilize my skill sets. So um, I've been on this personal development journey for quite a bit of time now. And one of my greatest things is I realized that the most important thing to understand during this journey is that I'm not like learning to be like anyone else. I'm trying to learn more about myself and what works for me because no one can be me. And I am my own most potent and powerful creation and I create that creation. So the more I understand what my strengths are, who I'm meant to be, my purpose, the more I start showing up from that place and really allowing myself to express from that place. And why this has so much to do with feminine or divine masculine and divine feminine qualities is it actually has everything to do with it. So first off, we talk about the twos and how that's so important and why this portal is basically open from now until the end of the month or end of February and how we can best utilize it to really evaluate our relationships with ourselves, um, our relationships with our community and everyone around us, and then how we can really best integrate this new energy. So this portal is still happening right now. It's still like we're still in it. It isn't just one day or one moment. It's constantly. So when we're going through this this portal, it's all about like how can we alchemize the things that fit into our life that we want to create. And so we begin to look at life from a place of creation, right? And so creation doesn't happen like spontaneously. It doesn't just like that's what happens. It happens through formation. It's through thinking, like thinking about a plant. You, when you plant the seed, you must water it. There's so many things that factor in when something is going to germinate. Same thing with creating life. There's also a time frame in which the creation happens as well. Well, right now, this portal is giving us this opportunity to integrate all of our changes or recreation or creation that we're creating so that we can really prepare ourselves for a new season. Timely enough, this portal is happening in February and then after February is March and we come into spring when things begin to germinate. So really, really begin to look at life that way. That's how I like to look at life. That life is this beautiful, beautiful like um, process of how do we get into more alignment with our higher self. And so that was the potency of this energy and the potency of the 2222 portal. But really, I want to talk about the, the concept of the divine feminine and divine masculines. And I think the best way to obviously talk more about that is to share stories. And I, I, I think I'm going to share this story. So this weekend, I just came back from a women's retreat it was kind of spontaneous. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but it just was such a reminder how much we just need community in our life and need collaboration and miss the touch and feel of another human being. And so this weekend uh, was a complete reminder of how much we have been lacking the sense of community and collaboration and just almost ability to 
feel each other's auras again and get really deep and witness each other in the most divine, beautiful way. I met some of the most beautiful souls this weekend and um, it was insane to think that we were complete strangers when we first met, but became so close, so comfortable, so quickly. And that's just human nature. If we actually allow all ego um, aside, naturally human beings are just we don't see each other as anything other than souls meeting for the first time or meeting for the second time or running into each other so this weekend was um just such a beautiful experience actually this the last couple of weeks since i have not recorded an episode has been absolutely insane like in terms of in the best possible way ever um and I will share more on those manifestations as things solidify. Uh, but yeah, you know, the last two weeks I have been very much in in-person energy and in-person creation mode, and I'm really loving it. I really miss this. I spent the last year traveling, so being able to be in the energy of other people and build relationships and connections has been really big. So uh, two weeks ago, I had one of my girlfriends come down and we hosted a women's healing circle, which was in person. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to witness each other change and shift and hold space for people. Um, and then this weekend, I had this beautiful women's retreat where basically 12 complete strangers met for the first time and we shared meals together, laughs together, like a lot of us cried. Um, we shared vulnerability together. And the biggest thing about uh, this weekend was the sense of community. Um, you know, the last two years we have spent so much time being isolated and, you know, working or just kind of going through the motions of life that, I mean, the common theme between everyone there was everyone was really burnt out. I think there is a common um, theme happening amongst a lot of people right now, not just women, but as women, we do hold a lot. We hold a lot for our partners. We hold a lot for society. Um, it's just fatigue, burnout, overthinking, overprocessing, over analyzing over feeling all the emotions of what is happening and this weekend was also historically a really potent weekend um for our country i'm from canada and it's been a very uh vulnerable and hard time for our country as well so i think this topic is really important because this weekend it was a reminder that what's actually really important is that we stop focusing our energy outwards and we start focusing our focusing our energy and our intention inwards. So um, I share this post, I'm gonna reread it because I think it's really important is that, you know, this weekend I really unplugged and reset. And I realized that like, you know, sometimes we wish we could do that with our lives where we can unplug and reset, but we can, we really, really can. And it's actually in the moments that we unplug and reset, which is probably actually how my mic got fixed, which is like, I kept on unplugging it and resetting it, is actually the moment we begin to yield the greatest change in life. I had some of the most profound downloads um, being disconnected from my phone. And um, I want to share 
why a little bit of context for you in what's happening in this world and how it has very much to do with the divine feminine, divine masculine energy, uh, the two number two. Um, first off, let's just say this: divine masculine, divine feminine has nothing to do with gender. Okay, I have a lot of divine masculine energy and very little feminine energy. But how I'm meant to show up in this world is feminine energy. And coincidentally, my partner actually has a lot of feminine energy. So we like really balance each other out in that way. But masculine and feminine energy has very much to do with qualities. It's to explain qualities in our life, okay? So if we look at masculine energy, masculine energy, it could be coming from female or male that is very exhibited from like a place of logic, a place of reason, action, like moving towards goals, like strength. And then when we think of that, it really comes actually from a place of consciousness, like our physical body right now. Uh, and then if we talk about feminine um, qualities, which we all also exhibit and have, it's all based on the idea of intuition. How can we nurture and heal and express ourselves? And this, um, this like knowing comes from our inner wisdom and being able to tap into our emotions and the flexibility of like really creating the life that we want. So these two energies come from a different place. Okay. So masculine energy comes from our mind, our conscious mind, but then actually feminine energy comes from our unconscious mind, which is really about what's happening beneath the surface that not everyone sees. And so that's why when we talk about feminine energy, it talks a lot about healing. Because healing actually is not just like healing a physical wound, but healing emotional um, wounds that are happening, right? They could, that, that relates to like the shadow work, the inner child healing, um, the karmic healing, the past life regression healing. It's the things that are happening beneath the surface that we don't really know, but know that for some reason, it actually is really affecting our being. And so to best explain this, it's like the masculine energy is very in your mind and the feminine energy is really in your soul, like very much in the, the part of you that you don't see, like mostly our emotions we don't see, right? And life is about finding balance. It's always about finding balance. And I always share that you guys, uh, that I love like the universal laws and polarity is one of them and polarity is expressing two sides of things but like our entire life is about the ebbs and flows and how we can find balance between both of these energies and so when you actually start to evaluate yourself this is the work that i do with my clients to see whether they are too masculine or too feminine and how i can give them tools to actually balance themselves out because this is really really important right like if you are too feminine um, if you are too feminine, which we call like the wounded feminine, you are in a place of like really just like allowing yourself to receive. Uh, you become very like leaning back to the point that you actually feel like you have no purpose. You're like so consumed in your emotions all the time. You feel like you're a victim, like even though you may not be a victim, but you just feel and you play this victim role quite often. You become actually very uh, needy a lot of the times. You hold a lot of grudges because you take things very personal. I'm not saying you exactly, but I'm saying the quality of like wounded feminine energy is like really from a place of like, 
feeling that something is missing because we are unbalanced and it manifests in these ways depression um, anxiety insecurity victimism really being needy almost feeling delusional sometimes like the world is out to get you you feel like you're always trying to escape escapism is very much a part of the wounded feminine as well you begin to become very like conniving like you know sometimes women can be catty and so that's actually part of the wounded feminine because you may have sisterhood wounds to also feeling like you know very like almost overly passive you hold grudges you become really jealous and then even perfectionism is a wounded feminine trait because a lot of the times is you feel like if you can't do it right you don't want to do it at all and that's the trait of being a perfectionist and so these are things just to be cognizant of not saying that oh because you're depressed you have the wounded feminine it's to be cognizant of your own inner knowing of like maybe i'm too much in my divine feminine right and so when i say we're too much in our divine feminine we always think that we are just like leaning back and waiting for the world to give us all that we want and then it's not coming so you become bitter you become needy you become delusional you become like depressive you become insecure so that is very much the wounded divine feminine energy when i talk about the wounded or like overexerted divine masculine energy this is the energy of someone that's too much in the doing okay so basically like very bossy um very anxious all the time because they want control over everything right they have a very authoritarian like you know take to things like I can't, it has to be this way sometimes it becomes bullying right because like bullying is a form of control sometimes it becomes abusive like abusive because once again we're working on that that aspect of control and a lot of the wounded masculine comes from a place of like anger resentment you're like overly trying to compensate all the time so you're in competition with everyone you avoid like avoiding your feelings or what's bothering you or issues or healing and then just being closed-minded closed-minded to the concepts of spirituality closed-minded to your intuition so i actually most of my followers i was looking at my analytics we have i actually have male followers and listeners to my podcast which i love you guys and i'm really glad that you're listening but i do work a lot with like feminine energy because i i come from a place of being so masculine all my life that i've been working at playing my feminine role in this lifetime and so maybe you you as a listener are skewed between both sides you are either too masculine or too feminine right so we have to really ask ourselves where is this energy coming from and figure out ways to balance ourselves out right and so really sit there with yourself and like kind of listen to what i said where, where are you experiencing more turmoil are you feeling like the world is against you things are caving in you feeling less motivated almost like you know like you're paralyzed by this idea of moving forward so that you just actually don't move forward at all that's perfectionism 
or are you are you in the more masculine where you're overexerting you're always like worried and con- like worried about the outcome and the control or anxious of how things are and you're actually like such a control freak that like more than anything you have to make sure it's going to turn out the way it's going to turn out and then that causes anxiety for you you're not open minded to new ways of doing or being then maybe you are too much in your masculines. And so really I bring this point to you because right now we are actually experiencing as a collective the rise of the divine feminine. As a collective, this does not just mean women are like rising up and becoming more powerful, which is very much happening. Women are becoming more powerful because we're realizing that like this mat this world that was created by a man is actually not serving us. So we are stepping up in our power. You're seeing a lot of powerful coaches, healers, leaders that are stepping up in this world and making a name for themselves and doing big things. But it's also the rise of the divine feminine, which is the energy of like, how do we begin to heal society a little bit more? How do we begin to step into a place of collaboration and sisterhood? How do we begin to really step into this place to nurture and initiate and instigate the inner wisdom that we already have? How do we increase our awareness, our perception of things that are happening? And then how do we create this new world? I talk about the new world quite a bit. The new world is actually not like a fantastical concept it's actually a new world a new world a new way of living and it's actually very much created from the energy of the divine feminine and in the new world it's not about like the chase for the dollar it's not the chase for um all these things that we have right now um like you know how we are being so controlled by pharmaceutical companies and big companies no the new world is actually going it is and already exists it's just based on our frequency of how to access it but the new world is like how do i begin to embody my purpose nurture myself create what i wish exists in this world make people feel good how do i um inspire people to get in touch with their inner wisdom how can i increase awareness how can i connect more community and so i'm sharing this with you because there are a lot of people that are doing this right now and a lot of people that have access to this new world and yeah that's what i've been doing increasing my frequency and my understanding so that i am a part of this new world and not a part of this system anymore that we like to call the matrix. <laughs> um, and so how do we begin to access this new world, this divine feminine rising? How do we access this place? It's from a place of like knowing that inner wisdom that you came here for a purpose. I talk about this a lot because the new world is actually a place um where it's not your job that pays the bills anymore new world is a place where your purpose paves the way maybe it's really hard for you to believe that now but i i feel and i see it and i i find that these old structures that we see in our society are collapsing the things that we thought were safe at one point are no longer safe for example, we used to think we could just put our money in the bank and then some guy would take care of it. 
uh, news and everything that is currently happening in our society is making us believe otherwise. So my question to you is, what kind of new world are you creating? How can we access that more? Well, why the Divine Feminine is very much about healing and nurturing and creating is that we cannot create from a canvas that's already tainted. So I want you to understand why I, in the work that I do, which is all about conscious creation, I'm very much love, like I'm in love with the concept of unconscious, subconscious, and conscious programming. Because if you, in your unconscious programming, have a lot of things that are written in that programming that aren't haven't come to the surface that you haven't let go of, that you haven't rewritten, that you haven't healed, that you haven't unprogrammed. Those are the programs that you're writing in this current reality. So the work that I love to do, I love doing shadow work. I always bring my clients through shadow work, inner child work, um, healing, balancing. So I help my clients become aware of their own divine feminine and masculine energy to how to heal that. I also help my clients become aware of their chakras, which build everything. Their chakras are your like living, breathing organisms or energy centers that control and align and attract all that you want. So why I think it's so important that we have to do this work is that if you do not create from a blank canvas, if you do not heal parts of yourself, you're just recreating old programmings in the same paradigm, in the same matrix, and nothing is really different. So the inner work is so important because let's say, for example, you have lived 30 years of your life with a certain programming from your upbringing, your parenting, um everything that like has shaped you to become who you are all the failures that you've had in your life all the heartache all these things and you don't rewrite them you're just re or you don't you're not even aware of them first of all you're not even aware that you have these programmings then you just begin rewriting the same code right if you begin to see your mind right our consciousness as a computer, but you haven't gone to go look at all the bugs, you're just rewriting the same code and you keep getting the same error message. But actually, if you just went back and like looked at the codes, oh, this code doesn't work, right? This is like a very logical way of like looking at it because I'm the person type of person that ties together the logic and the woo, right? So look at your mind as this computer and like you have been writing this code for 30 years. So like, you know, let's say you have inner child work that you have to do. You have shadow work that you have to do. So like inner child is like feeling abandoned and like uh, a shadow is feeling unworthy, right? So you're running these codes and these codes are like getting logged into your computer. So the computer is like logging these things in and then when you write the code, it gets published, right? So what, get, what's get, what gets published is your current reality. So unless you actually do the inner work of the shadow work, the reprogramming, um, the constant repetition of it, the constant acknowledgement and awareness of it, you're actually just rewriting the same code constantly over and over and over again. But the best way to actually write new code is to go back and delete old code, old code, old programmings to rewrite 
the programming that you want. So when you rewrite that programming, okay, so we've gone back to heal, we've gone back to like erase this time in our life, not saying we want to erase memories or who we are, but we like go back and say, oh, this doesn't fit me anymore. It doesn't align with who my higher self says I want to be. You go back and rewrite that code. And as we rewrite that code, right now in this current reality, I'm rewriting this code. So I've cleaned it out. I've rewrite this code. And then what happens? A new reality, a new program, a new system is created. So very much the divine masculine way of doing things, right? This energy comes from very much like the force, the logic, the focus, the resilience, the analytics, right? So you're so like old ways of our divine masculine that has built a lot of society is saying like, like, okay, well, keep doing it and keep trying it. And if it doesn't work, then like, you know, keep trying until you fail. Well, a lot of the times if you keep trying until you fail, what happens is that you allow history to repeat itself. The divine, divine feminine, which is this new awakening and this new rise and this new way of living in the new world, is going back and saying, let's heal parts of ourselves. Let's clear out the shadows. Let's um, address all the triggers. Let's, write re let's rewrite new codes. And then create a new reality, a new world, a new paradigm, a new way of living. There is this quote that says that when you do generational healing, you heal the timelines before you, seven generations before you, and seven generations after you. You have to see inner work as your full-time job. That's my full-time job, inner work. Because I'm not even just doing this for me right now. I'm doing it for the generations that came before me. Because no one's spirit is ever gone, okay? Like, even though, like, let's say my grandparents are gone or my grand-grandparents are gone, they're not gone. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So they're just living in a different form, living in a different lifetime. And my thoughts and what I'm creating right now in this life permeates through them because our consciousness is all connected. And then we are talking about doing the healing work for generations to come after us, right? So I had this hit when I became a coach, when I went into this work, when I went into manifestation and rewriting my programmings that like, I said this, I said, I want to do this work so that my kids can grow up knowing that they have no limits to their life because I have no limits to my life. So that when I pass that on to them, they'll pass it on to their kids, my great grandkids. So that's why when we talk about this healing work, when we talk about the divine feminine, when we look at the collective, the rise of the divine feminine, it's really how can we be doing this work as a collective connected whole? I've watched this work that I've done ripple effect to my parents, to my family, which I will share in another episode, but it's been the most rewarding, the most beautiful work I've ever done. And I'm so proud of it because words cannot describe like what happens when you heal and you allow the universe to take care of you. One story I will share is that my dad was meant to get um, 
a surgery done on his throat because he had like a really raspy voice and a lump in his throat. And I swear through all of my expressiveness through my throat chakra and everything and just the healing work and generational work that I've done. The day of his surgery, he actually went in and um, the surgeon actually said, oh, you're the, the lump disappeared, like just disappeared. And the crazy part was like I saw him two weeks ago and his voice was like still raspy. But the moment we had our wedding uh, in Edmonton, like he was supposed to have his surgery the week after, his voice was completely clear. I don't want to say I did that, but I definitely feel like I had a part to do with that work. So the impact that you have, the things that are manifesting in your current reality, if you have ailments, sicknesses, right, that is a man living physical manifestation of the things that you are not doing, working on, or creating for yourself. Everything that is a manifestation, all the work that we do, the inner work is the most important work because it creates the outer work. And that is the divine feminine way of living life. So... To conclude this episode, this is um, really a way in a paradigm shift for you is to really begin to analyze where in your energy, in your intention, in your actions, um, you may be too masculine or too feminine and know that life is all about balance. And the quicker we begin to balance our energies out, the more we begin to live in alignment to who we're meant to be. Alignment does not mean, oh, I'm going to be more feminine or more masculine because like one thing like oh, overindulging on anything is too much right so you can't be too masculine and you can't be too feminine you got to kind of find that balance and that in between for yourself like let's say for example you are a lot of feminine energy but you have a lot of masculine energy so for me how i exert my masculine energy is i do a lot of heavy lifting boxing shit like that to like exert my yang energy because the way and then my choice in this lifetime was to show up as a feminine. So I hope this episode inspires you to begin really analyzing your own perception of where your energy exists, how your energy exists, and how you can really kind of tap into and kind of balance out your own divine masculine and divine feminine because this is the year for it. This is the year of creation. This is the year of collaboration between you and you. And this is the year that you actually start to like see the results of all the inner work that you've been doing. But you got to start doing the inner work first, right? So I hope this episode finds you at the right time when you are on your journey. And if you are too masculine, lean into your feminine. And if you are too feminine, Allow yourself to lean a little bit into the masculine because we are here to find balance of the yin and the yang, the black and the white, and we are here to really find that level of equilibrium. With lots of love, Lily. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode this week. So I just wanted to come on here and hop on and let you guys know about two offers that are currently live and available to you. So I've been asked several times on how to manifest love and I wanted to do it in the best way possible to really give you um, your own process in finding love because 
I think it's all our own process. So I've actually created a self-paced manifestation course called Soul Connection. And it is a course based on the universal laws and law of attraction on how to manifest your soul connection. So that is on special right now through my website at www.thismustbeit.ca for 222 until February 28th. And so this course is going to be released at the end or mid-March and it's self-paced. So basically one thing I've noticed about self-paced courses is people don't really start them right away. So this course, if you feel called to really tap into your soul connection i encourage you to get on it while we have this special pricing because it will be useful for you for when you do decide to call in your soul connection and more importantly you can use these concepts not just for manifesting love but how to coach yourself through your current relationships um and any relationships that you currently have whether it's friends or more romantic as well so catch this at www.thismustbeit.ca under my programs for 222 until the end of february i can't wait to see you guys inside Thank you so much for tuning in to the Soul Seekers podcast with Lily. It means the world to me that you've lent your soul, your ears, your presence to be here with me. And I hope more than anything that you've gotten another level of awareness through this podcast. I can't wait to continue to share this journey with you. If you haven't followed me yet, follow me on social at This Must Be Lily. And if you liked what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. And if you're looking for further ways to work together, check out the link in my bio. More than anything, I hope that you have the courage to pursue the life of your dreams because your dreams are meant to be actualized. With lots of love, Lily.